It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hello, I'm Ted Te, human rights lawyer, criminal law professor, and host of the podcast, Ted Talks. And you're listening to Teka Teka Ted, the legal commentary segment of Teka Teka, where we answer questions about law and government. In this episode, we ask, what's next for the Philippines in the ICC? On September 15, the pretrial chamber of the International Criminal Court gave the green light to the Office of the Prosecutor to launch a full investigation into President Duterte's drug war. This came shortly on the heels of former ICC Prosecutor Fatou Bensouda's request to the chamber to authorize an investigation before she ended her term as prosecutor in May this year. While many people expected the investigation to push through, the authorization given by the chamber still proved surprising. More than 200 victims had made representations to the ICC in the four-month period since former Prosecutor Bensouda's request. Similarly, It was a welcome surprise when the chamber announced that the so-called war on drugs could not qualify as a legitimate law enforcement operation, thus debunking the standard defense of nanlaban. But perhaps the biggest surprise came when the pretrial chamber widened the scope of the drug war investigation to include the period from November 1, 2011, when the president was still then mayor of Davao. Pero, teka-teka, What does the pretrial chamber authorization actually mean? And what can we expect to happen next? The former prosecutor's request and the chamber's authorization fall under Article 15 of the Rome Statute of the International Criminal Court, which involves different stages of the power to investigate. The initial stages involve a preliminary examination to determine if there is a reasonable basis to proceed with an investigation. We know that the former prosecutor Ben Suda had made such a finding and had made a request under Article 15, Paragraph 3 to the pretrial chamber to authorize an investigation last May. This is considered the intermediate or middle stage of the proceedings. At this stage, the office of the prosecutor continues probing. But this time, the scope is narrowed to potential cases from out of a much wider range of incidents. It is also at this stage that the prosecutor, having received information from victims, will start to look into specific cases. So now that the full investigation has started, the chamber can start issuing warrants. Should the office of the prosecutor determine that there is a basis for the issuance of a warrant at any time after the initiation of an investigation, it may ask the chamber to issue one under Rule 58. The warrant is issued to ensure that the suspect will appear at the trial, that the investigation or court proceedings are not obstructed, or to prevent the suspect from committing further crimes. All that is needed for the chamber to issue the warrant is that there is evidence to support, quote, a reasonable conclusion 
that the person committed a crime within the jurisdiction of the court, and it is not required that this be the only reasonable conclusion that can be drawn from the evidence, unquote. Once the warrant is issued and the suspect is arrested or surrenders, the pretrial chamber holds what is called a confirmation of charges hearing, the purpose of which is to determine whether the case should proceed to trial. An important point to make here is that a confirmation of charges hearing can be held in absentia or without the suspect's presence. Once the charges are confirmed, the investigation is then transformed into a case where the suspect is now considered an accused, charged with any of the international crimes falling under the ICC's jurisdiction. Under Rule 58, the pretrial chamber may also issue a summons to appear if it has reasonable grounds to believe that the suspect will appear voluntarily before the court. It may also issue a so-called sealed warrant, which is a warrant that is issued confidentially if it believes that doing so may increase the likelihood that the suspect would be arrested and brought to trial. Pero ang tanong, can a suspect really be arrested by the ICC? The ICC does not have its own police force, and arrest proceedings are done under Rule 59 by the custodial state. That is, the state to which the suspect belongs, which in this case would be the Philippines. So what happens is the custodial state is informed of the warrant and then it shall take steps to arrest the suspect and once arrested, the suspect shall be delivered to the ICC as soon as possible. It must be pointed out that under Rule 59, the custodial state has the power to determine in appropriate instances if there is basis to allow interim release of the suspect pending surrender. But the custodial state has no power or authority to determine if the ICC warrant was properly issued. Once the suspect is brought before the ICC, then the trial may start. Now, what about the 200-plus victims who made representations? What can they expect in the coming months? The short answer to that is, we'll just have to wait and see. The prosecutor is now looking into specific cases within the defined time period, which means identifying people as suspects based on the evidence it has. And should that evidence warrant, it will file charges or indictments, hopefully leading to warrants. The longer answer is that the investigation authorized by the chamber is the start of a much longer, much more difficult process fraught with practical considerations, such as presenting sufficient evidence or basis to convince the prosecutor and the ICC that the identified suspects need to be arrested, charged, and brought to trial. And of course, the actual arrest of identified suspects. But... It is a process that signals hope. Again, I'm Ted Te, Puma Podcast. This episode was produced by Kat Ventura and edited by Presh Capistrano. Follow Teka Teka and Te Talks on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maraming salamat po.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.